right, so here we are back on another episode of Nerdcast <laughs> We are in episode 25. Yep. We are a, a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That too bad that doesn't buy a cup of coffee anymore. No, no. And hasn't for saying, quite some time. Our next episode will put us squarely at six months of doing this. That's right. That's right. I mean, now the show is old enough to rent a car on its own. Yeah, I guess technically. Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the last great milestones in age anyway. Mm. You know, 20, 25, then I guess 30, but who really cares? Yeah, who, who cares about 30? I, I didn't. And then what, 40, and then that's it. And then you just stop counting. Well, no, it's just the default standardized, you know, monumental ages. You know, it's, it's over. Mm, okay. After 40, right? Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's, at least that's what society tells us. Sure. This one. But anyway, yes. So again, back on another episode. If this is your first time listening, as you can see, nonsense has ensued already. So mm-hmm. as always. Know, can, yeah, no. Can, can you really go off the rails if you were never on them? No. Yeah, exactly. Who needs rails? No, no, no. <laughs> not us. <laughs> I am your co-host, Darian. And I am your other co-host, Brittany. Yeah, with all that sunshine. Well done. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're with us for the first time, what we tend to do here is we like to talk about how we nerded throughout the week because there is always something Mm -hmm. to nerd about throughout the week. And then we give recommendations because there's always something else you should nerd on. Yeah. And then we have a main event of the evening. Mm -hmm. And this, this evening you are leading us. Yes, I that which is not good, and I'm a little we, scared. Uh, you should be because we're going to go back to the '90s. Uh, it's going to be fine. It's good. Okay, that that was definitely interrogative. That was a question. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, let's just get started and try to stay on the rails. All right. All right so let's see. Fine. So tell me, Brittany, how? Oh, how did you nerd this week? Well, I am currently nerding by watching the game awards while we're having this conversation. So uh, this will, that'll date you a little bit, but yeah. yeah, I am super stoked. They just announced that uh, the next super smash character coming to be playable is Sephiroth. Yes. I just saw that. Yeah. I just saw yeah. that. So that's pretty cool. Um, Nolan North is currently on my screen, which I have a huge, huge crush on. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a plus. And I just saw Tom Holland, another huge crush. So ah, it's yes. just like game. It's, I mean, the game awards themselves have been very different than usual since they're all virtual, mm. but, uh, I'm, I'm here for what I've seen. Now, let me so, ask yeah. you, is Sephiroth going to impale Mario? That's what I need to know. Possibly. <laughs> There is a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> uh, and then peek really at you stoked. right after. I'm I'm really stoked to see like how he plays. I I just want to know if his smash is going to be something to do with like calling on Genova or something. <laughs> that would be fascinating to see. I would assume the whole one wing comes out. Uh, well, ideally, that moments. that is well, his maybe moniker. Whenever, oh, whenever he jumps, whenever he falls. Okay. That's that's possible too. I, I I have no idea. I was honestly shocked when I saw that. I said, I am, "Excuse me." I am excited. It's a great yeah. call. 
I think it's a great call. Well, it's going to, you know, continue to give life to the game. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's too bad as you sit here and talk about how you're nerding. So it's, it's interesting that you've got this award show on as we're going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be interesting to see how much you tune out. Oh, I'm totally going to be here. I do <laughs> think that the most interesting thing outside of Sephiroth coming in so far has just been, there was this gigantic trailer for Ark, which has been out for ages. But it was all, it all was kind of made in gameplay looking mechanics. And Vin Diesel was in it. I mean, well, I mean, he's a super nerd too. And I'm, I'm totally here for some Vin Diesel love. So yeah, it's been interesting. Not nearly as interesting. Well, I I don't know. It's, it's a different kind of game awards than usual. So yeah. How is it different? Cause you, I don't, I'm, I never watch these. So what was, I mean, obviously again, they're virtual. So that's a duh. Mm -hmm. So is there anything that would typically be done that's not being done because it's virtual? Well, a lot of the regular speeches are shortened or non-existent. They've got a lot of I mean, like they usually show a bunch of like new games coming and those world premieres and those sorts of things. But there's a lot more of them than usual this year. The problem is, is there's not actually that many new things coming out. It's just rehashing a bunch of old things. It's like they're trying to to take up the time that they would normally have just in the background of like moving sets and having people come on the stage and then having people leave the stage. So it's there's a bunch of dead air that they don't have to help them out. So I see. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. All right. Well, hey, gaming awards. Well, you know, ideally it'll be everything that it, it can be. Given I mean, the Jeff Keighley's shoes is already more than I could have ever imagined. I know nothing of anything you speak of. That's fine. Just know that there is a silver fox on the screen <laughs> pretty consistently wearing the brightest blue sneakers. And it's great. Fair enough. He's got like the full suit going, but... uh bright almost like it's not neon blue it's like a royal blue but a really really bright royal blue shoe i'm i'm impressed right, not very it, many people i think can pull that off properly that's fair making the outfit pop with the with mm-hmm. the loud shoes that's how you got to do it and they just showed evil dead the game coming so and what is that going to be on because i'm that that's going to happen i'm pretty sure it looked like it was going to be multi-platform so you should be okay no matter what you want to get it on but it was nice to see Bruce Campbell. So there you go. It's always nice to see Bruce Campbell. Right. Forever and ever. Wow. So we're going to have a game with, so they're going to get to kill deadites. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Ta-da. Yeah. You, you so know what? about what? you? Oh, sorry. Was, you know, <laughs> no, no, no. I was, it was, it was kind of leading into it. It's funny. It's unfortunate. We don't, we don't do, you know, news anymore because we record these earlier. So the news really isn't news anymore. Yeah, that's true. But you saw the issues with cyberpunk for the for ps oh yeah oh yeah that's bad oh yeah yep i'm so glad i i stayed off of it i I mean i knew that that game was truly meant to be for the the new generation yep absolutely but i was still i didn't think it would lead to this many problems and i'm so glad i did i did not pull the trigger because i just talked to you what was it a couple of days ago like uh, i I was thinking about it but i'm not gonna do it yeah i was gonna (laughs) yeah i'd be ticked oh i would have been upset as well so i'm i'm i mean i'm glad that i don't have the 60 bucks to throw at it right now for that reason but 
it is also just kind of like, guys, you just you kept pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. You could have pushed it back another week if you needed to at this point. Yeah, <laughs> just like, I mean, get it together. Yeah, that was a rough go. I could not believe that. So at this stage, I will definitely just go ahead and wait. I'll just get it on the next generation. At this you can point. just be like me and watch other people play it for the time being. So you just can, you still get the uh, beauty of it because it is beautiful. It is. It is gorgeous. But yeah, I mean, and then that's and just ingesting a lot of the news because, you know, the House of the Mouse has some news in terms of like different Marvel series and or, oh. you know, and then the Star Wars series. We're getting yeah. a, we're getting the Soka series. So it's just like it's it's a ton of stuff. And then we're getting the Black Batman. I'm like, this is this is a lot of news. Wait, what? Yeah. Where have you been? I missed that. Where have I you been? I don't check the DC forums. It's well, you know, well, hey, guess what? There's this, we have this thing called uh, a, a, a Twitter account and it has yeah, <laughs> it's covered in nothing but wrestling. It is not. That is, that is grossly <laughs> incorrect. I follow, we follow all the DC stuff. DC, Marvel. That's true. I just haven't actually looked at it yet today. That's, that's right. But yeah, the past I mean, couple of days. it's been hit or miss. It, yeah, it's understandable. I mean, there's, you know, there's so much stuff that you can miss. Like, I don't know how people do Twitter. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just don't because still figuring it out and follow all those people because there's just so much stuff. It's just my God. But yeah, it's just tons of news. Then the stuff with Spider-Man. So we're getting so we said so we get a black bat. We're getting a black Batman starting in January. Cool. In the comics, cool. which holy bleep. I'm here for. And then we're getting Spider-Man is potent, you know, Charlie Cox, the Daredevil of the Netflix series is yep. allegedly supposed to be in it. And then Alfred Molina reprising his role as 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 Doc Ock. Like, I did see is, that. I this did is see insane. Those. Insane. Yeah. Have you seen all of the memes out about like, and this person is just announced that they're reprising their role as such and such in Spider-Man three, you know, where it's just a bunch of like randos and people, or, I, like people are saying like, I don't know. I will <laughs> not accept any, any mocking of it's this so experience. Funny. It's so funny. This is going to be legendary. Yes, but I still think that, like, with all of the different announcements, where's my Miles Morales now announcement? Don't worry. Where is Miles? We're, we're, we're getting there. Where is Gwen? We're, we're, oh, well, we're, again, we're getting there. We're getting there. About, I don't care about these other people. Then you know what? Then you, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, that, I, I do I, care, I, but not as much. I apologize. I raised my voice. That was very unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> God, but no, in all seriousness, but it's specifically, I mean, how I nerded, I'm I'm still on my DC kick. So I started Batwoman season one. Oh, um, I love Ruby Rose, but I, this is this is going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just it just seemed like there's just I know it was only a pilot, but I just didn't feel any chemistry between mm. her and any of the characters. Now, of course, this might be, you know, I'm I'm thinking about these and saying these things ex post facto because all of the news that came out with how she wasn't really too keen on the series or or what have you or just how she approached it and the expectations associated with being a TV star and all of this other types of stuff so that could be what's going on but that first episode was rough Mm. so and I got 19 more to go ugh Godspeed (laughs) my friend (laughs) is that how you've been nerding this week yeah, I'm just chipping away at the DC stuff. Oh, yeah. the so and then I reread 
flashpoint paradox where I realized okay. that I spoke incorrectly about who messed up the timeline. It was actually Barry that messed up the timeline. But technically, <laughs> when you think about it, the fact that the reverse flash killed Barry's mother and then Barry goes back into the timeline to save his mother, technically, it's still the reverse. I flash's mean, fault. yeah, it, it kind of. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah, so technically, it's still I would agree fault. with that. You're yeah, indirectly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's ba- that's what I've done. I've been, again, trying to chip away at the DC stuff to get ready for the next set of seasons. Nice. <laughs> in, Incoming. In, in, in 2021. The imminent. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, it's, it's just, so the, I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, there's always other stuff, but those are the main things I've been doing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so what recommendation or recommendations might you have? So I've decided that for the next week or two, maybe the next couple of weeks uh, past that, I'm going to just recommend like a game that I highly suggest everyone look into, play, whatever the case may be. And I'm talking like not just a video game. I'm expanding into like board games, tabletop games, card games, those sorts of things. So I am recommending the game one night werewolf have you heard of this before i have never heard of this oh my god this this is so down your alley it sounds like it just based on the title alone you would absolutely love this it's a it's a deceit game oh yes they're very absolutely a game of deceit so depending on how many people you have this is a great party game so for anybody that is actually around people uh, other people for the holiday season then you can utilize this game it's probably doable through like a zoom call or a, a skype or google hangouts whatever you use it's a really fun and interesting game where everyone gets a role and no one knows what a each other role? have well, no. I mean, you could do it over dinner and everybody gets a roll. I don't care. You do you. <laughs> Feed your soul. That's fine. Yeah. So everyone gets a roll and or a part to play. How about that? Thank you. Uh, there Thank you, you for go. Clarifying. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm here for you, buddy. So you can be things like the hunter who at the end of the game or at the end of the round, whatever, it's like, all right, so who is the werewolf and who is not? Whoever the hunter points to will get shot one way or another. The hunter shoots somebody at the end of the game. You just (laughs) hope it's the right person. Um, You can be just a regular villager. You can be the insomniac who just who like there's there's a whole role system. Like everybody closes their eyes and you can get like on the phone or on the computer or you can have somebody sit out and kind of read the different things. Mm -hmm. But while everyone has their eyes closed, each person has something that they can do based on whatever role they have. So it could just be you wake up or you open your eyes while everyone else has their eyes closed and you move somebody's card around. Like you swap cards with people. All right. Or you can look at other people's cards or you can do a bunch of different little things. So everyone in the room has some piece of information outside of just what they were when they started the game. All right. So you so can then get to be- frack with people. Exactly. So, you know, that's totally my, that's totally my kind of game. Exactly. So it's usually something where the bigger the group, the better, the the more fun, just because you have more roles to play and more people that can kind of like more ways that you can screw with people. But it's a (laughs) lot of, it's, it's a deceit game, lying game. If you're the werewolf, you just want to make sure that you survive the night. 
That sounds like fun. That's it. And it's literally, it's so fast. Cause it's like, depending on how, how long you want the round to be like you, you can play this game over and over and over again in quick succession. That's cool. It's usually, I mean, at least the way that we play it, it's usually maximum five minutes or so that everyone gets to argue, maybe 10 minutes max, depending on how big the group, to argue and try to figure out who the werewolf is. But when that timer runs out, you have to point at who you think the werewolf is. And if you're wrong, the werewolf survives and the werewolf wins. And then you play it again. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. It's, it, and that reminds me, it's almost like um, there's a, I think I've told you before, there's a Battlestar Galactica game where you, somebody's a Cylon. If I'm, it's mm. been so long since I played it, but I think that's, it's, it's just kind of like the same thing. You have to identify who the Cylon is, I gotcha. think. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's actually cool with the little werewolf thing. I, yep. That is something that I would, I would love to play. Now be socially distant. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you could do it, I mean, the way you're saying is a is a hack, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so you can do it virtually. Yes, if we did it virtually, I would assume you would want it. You would want one person to kind of go into a chat and secretly like assign the roles to people. Sure. And then that would be their job is just doing that and kind of watching the chaos ensue, which is also fun. To be fair. Yeah. So, and you can just kind of rotate who's in charge of that if everyone wants to play. So, fun things to think about. Definitely. That's my yeah. recommendation. That's a cool game. I would, yeah, that is, again, that is definitely something I would, <laughs> I would have a good time playing. I figure it's down your, down your alley. Again, projecting. <laughs> it's down your alley as well. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, you. I guess we're that F word for a reason. Right, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to admit it. Ugh, I admit you nothing. called me a gem on Instagram and I am living for it. And that's what you pulled from that post. That's what you pulled. You just you just skip past everything else. And yep. just... You betcha. So uh, what about you? What's your recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief. My recommendation. Again, I I get into these zones where I just consume a property in large quantities. So again, I'm still in DC here. Of course. <laughs> of course. I know. I know. And Dance with the one that brought you. That's, that's right. That's right. So uh, my recommendation is the story, Batman, The Last Night on Earth. Okay. So this is... Night with a K or night with an N? With just the N? It's going to be with a K. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He is the Dark Knight, after all. That's what I was wondering. That's all right. That's all right. I was going to go through this whole spiel where I was going to leave you clues and then have you actually put the title together yourself, but I said to hell with it. Okay, thanks. You're quite welcome. That's why I'm here. (laughs) So, E, The Last Night on Earth is a... It's the last run of... I can't remember... I'm sorry. I don't remember authors and things like that anymore. It's just just impossible. I think a Snyder and Capullo? Capullo? Anyway... No, oh, don't. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I still, I still have it. The next die is December. So we know what that means. And I'm still not caught up. Uh-huh. I'm with We've you. I've had 20 plus weeks. <laughs> anyway, so The Last Night on Earth is the last run of these two particular writers and in their telling of Batman. And okay. it's Batman in a post-apocalyptic world. What a, you know, what a shock. You know, I love my entropy. Makes sense, yeah. And my apocalypse. 
Okay. And the earth is ravaged, it's desolate. Mostly, most all of the heroes that ever existed in the DC universe are gone. They're dead. Okay. Uh, ex- except for, you know, a, a handful, but most notably, obviously, is Batman. Makes sense. And Batman has basically found a way, because <laughs> he's Batman, to cheat death. It's Batman. So, so he's turned into Superman. No, he's Batman. Just cheating death like Superman. Because he's Batman. No, no, Batman. Batman is the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Batman always wins, Brittany. Okay. I mean, let's be real here. Batman I mean, beat, okay. beats Superman. Okay. Game over. Yes. If Batman can beat Superman, then I mean, Batman can do anything. Anyone can beat Superman. He's the worst. Bat- no, it, re- anybody can beat Superman. Really. <laughs> Emotionally. It, 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 le- it legitimately <laughs> took Batman what what one try. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lex Luthor is dedicated his entire life. It really takes ba- the Batman. Be, yeah. Anyway, so again, post-apocalyptic, all heroes are dead. It- it's a really interesting story because what you see become of some of the people, specifically one mm-hmm. of those people being the Joker. Okay. So the Joker is now just a decapitated head in a jar. Jesus. Yeah, and he was out in a desolate wasteland just to left to stare at nothing. And that sucks. Yeah, so Batman ultimately has to, he actually becomes friends with the Joker. I know. Drama bomb. <laughs> I'm so here for that, actually. And so Batman, because <laughs> Joker is narrating the story. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's an interesting little twist there uh, as he goes through this desolate wasteland to try to figure out, well, what the hell is going on? How did this happen? Why did this happen? Uh, they go they travel to Coast City to the underworld of a dystopian Gotham. And he has to make a last stand. Batman has to make a last stand against this new big bad called Omega, mm-hmm. uh, who is connected to Bruce Wayne's past. Okay. So I don't want to give, it's, it's still relatively new because I think it, the story was last year. So I don't want to give too much away since people can, you know, it's still relatively new. Yeah. But it's just a really interesting tale because if, if you start reading it, you'll automatically know who Omega is. It's not really hard to figure out. Okay. But I won't say who Omega just in is. case. Okay. Just in case. It's not difficult to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, when we talk about these post-apocalyptic stories and things like that, and all the heroes are dead and blah, 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 you know that there are still going to be people that are left and show up. So well, yeah, that's I mean, like, why else would anyone read them? Yeah, exactly. So there's a you know, so you see the so the Joker, there's the Court of Owls, Martian Manhunter is in is in it. Solid. Bane is in it, Scarecrow yes. is in it. Um, you know, Wonder Woman is in it. Okay. So uh, Lex Luthor is in it. The greatest hits return. Oh, yeah. But obviously they're grizzled and battered and beaten and torn and, you know, traumatized and any other negative uh, emotion or adjective that you could come up with. Yeah, I guess there's that. So it's a really quick read, but I can't speak highly enough of it. I love that story to death. And it's cool. it's good for people that if they just want to just jump in anywhere, because as anal retentive as I am, like I have to start from the beginning. When it comes to comic <laughs> yeah. books, I just, at, at this stage, I can't do that anymore because the history associated with them. And well, it's a lot. It, it is a lot. And even this, this is a part of, I think this was a part of the new 52. So that whole relaunch. So now that there are always these relaunching of characters and reimaginings, I really don't give a damn about 
you know, start <laughs> from the beginning anymore. Keeping track of how it started. Yeah, I'll just jump in anywhere. Oh, this yep. story. I'm like, oh, that seems interesting. So that's my recommendation. Last Batman, last night on Earth. It's only 18 bucks on Amazon, I think. That's, and that's not the, bad. And it's the hard hardcover. What? So it's going to be cheaper if you get it on uh, paperback. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, well, getting the collection is always cheaper because freak, man, like one comic book now is like five bucks a piece. One issue. Bleep that noise. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So this is why we wait for trade paperbacks. So that's my recommendation. Lovely. Yeah, I know. I'm here for this. I'm here for this. I mean, it's Batman. <laughs> well, yeah, the best. Well, second best of the male superheroes. Yeah, I mean, DC Batman is number one. Oh, absolutely. Batman is the only one that I ever paid attention to in DC. Yeah. Cal- nobody cares about Kal-El of the House of No, he annoyed me. Yeah. You didn't like Green Lantern? Any I mean, version Green Lantern's of Green Lantern? fine. Green Lantern's fine. Flash is fine. Yeah. But it Diana? wasn't like I'm really stoked about any of them. If I, I was, I was more interested in. Well, Harley. I was going to say Harley and Oracle. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Barbara Jordan. Duh. Love. Gordon. Gordon. Isn't that what I just said? You said Jordan. I did? That's what I heard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a so, long day, friends. It's just, when is it not? It has been a long day of when a long it? week. <laughs> do, do, when, who are you talking? Do you understand that through several times throughout this week, I legitimately got the days wrong? Oh, I swore today was Friday all day. And then I was so sad when it wasn't. Yeah. And I was reacquainting myself with life-sustaining elements today. And I asked someone, oh, how was your weekend? Thinking it was Monday. Oh, God, that's that's even worse. Yeah, we don't want to work backwards. No. no. (laughs) Not this year. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we? We shall. (laughs) All right. Now, I got to be honest. I don't know how this is going to go because this is just such it's always tough doing these kinds of segments because to try to encapsulate. Well, you don't need to teach me anything. Just tell me why you watch this. Okay. Well, so that's that's, all I want to know. All right. Here we go. I don't I don't need to know anything else. All right. We can do our own research. But why on earth? earth did you watch this okay well that's not the real question you should be asking me because look at what i post on instagram in terms of what i watch in in horror movies and you have the temerity to ask why do i watch this well this is yeah anyway okay fair (laughs) enough what this is so this is so we i'm debuting a segment this is my brainchild because i just love the phrase and i just can't help it it's true So, so this this segment is entitled "That's my purse. I don't know you." Oh, you gotta say it the right way. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, <clears throat> that's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> so it is the- one of the best lines in any sort of animation <laughs> ever. It is the great. Do you understand? Okay, so for those of you that don't know, and I'll explain in a second. So that's my purse. I don't know you. That is a phrase of- taken from an episode of King of the Hill where Bobby takes a women's self-defense class mm-hmm. at the Y. He learned so much. You know, so he essentially learns to kick guys in the generals. Yep. And that's how he learns to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the instructor <laughs> tells him to yell, that's my purse, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So he took this with him out into the world mm-hmm. when, he, when, he would, when he would defend himself against, you know, bullies at school or whoever. Yep. 
So the reason I, I chose this phrase to for this for this segment is because that's my purse. I don't know you is to highlight something that we as nerds like or enjoy that does not match our personality or what we would think does not match our personality or our nerd proclivities. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The more and more I thought about it this week, the more and more I was like, no, I can totally call him watching this. I still don't (laughs) understand why, but it makes so much sense to me on a personal level. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so with with that said, we the debut of that's my purse. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. We are going to take a trip back into the 90s mm-hmm. when television was beautiful and pure and raunchy and yep. excellent and cheesy. Cathode and ray in, tubes hanging out. Yep. And in abundance. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to be honest, the two, obviously, this century, you know, we've got lots of, you know, premium television. I would spit on all of it in comparison to all of the shows I got in the 90s, okay? <laughs> I, I really would. If you actually, if you gun to your, my head, 90s TV shows or 2000s TV shows, I would 90s choose 90s. is where it's at? All, all day, every day. All right. So with that said, going back to the 90s, I am going to take you to Melrose Place. I'm so scared. There is no reason to be scared. So Mel, so Melrose plays for those of you who are not in the know, and if you aren't in the know, shame on you. And yes, I'm judging you. No, you, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, those because, those people, I'm with you. That's fine because those people <laughs> are probably judging me. It's like, how is this dude watching Melrose Place? <laughs> yeah, a little. So Mel, that's fine. Mel, <laughs> so Melrose Place, prime. It was this was basically it was a prime time soap opera. So, you know, when you think about like soap operas that didn't take place in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, you're you're at school. So how the hell are you going to be watching, you know, Days of Our Lives or General Hospital or yeah. whatever? You know, as the as, world turns, as the world turns or bold. That's and the, the one my mama watched. <laughs> yeah. My stories. <laughs> so because when you think about primetime television or primetime kind of like soap opera things, the only other thing that I can recall in just in my memory mm-hmm. that it would, would be Dallas. Now, obviously, I didn't grow up watching Dallas, but that no. it's in that vein, right? Okay. Because Dallas was was uh, was primetime television as well. Yes. So, so Melrose Place, again, primetime television and started in 1992. And went on to 1999. So it was seven seasons long. And if I'm not mistaken, these some of these seasons were like 30 episodes a clip. So it's like, oh, Jesus, this is (laughs) that's almost half a year. Yeah, that's over half a year. Yeah, that would be over. Yeah. So, yeah, 30 episodes. Sorry, I I missed math there. (laughs) But it was it was a spinoff to Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, so it was a spinoff from that. Yes, because I believe the spinoff, because uh, it was like there, one of the characters in Melrose Place was named Jake, played by Grant Show, and he had this thing with Kelly in 90210 by the by you know Jenny Garth, who I could not stand. Not Jenny Garth the person, but Kelly the character. Okay. Kelly. She because she, she 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 stole Dylan from Brenda. Okay, and you, who was it that stole the baby? We're getting, we're getting, hold on. That, okay, that's, that, okay. We're, that, that's, that we're getting there. Anyway, this is sorry. why you don't give me homework. I know. I'm, I, sh- I shouldn't. But so the whole premise is, is that 
it's a group of young adults living in an apartment complex called Melrose Place mm-hmm. in West Hollywood, California, which actually didn't take place. The show didn't actually film on in Melrose Place. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I think the, you ask, why on, on earth did you watch this show? <laughs> and I think the reason is, is because at the time when you're talking about regular broadcast television, mm-hmm. it was on Fox. So Fox is known for at that time in the 90s had that had the edgy shows. Okay. So when you think about edgy, you know, Fox, Simpsons, uh, Married with Children, like these were the shows that, you know, had the potential to to unravel the fabric of America. (laughs) Right. I mean, to be fair, yes, I can give you that for, for especially for Simpsons. Right. In that in that era. Right. In that time uh-huh. frame, because, you know, there were a lot of people out there with the 90s, like, you know, things like The Simpsons. They weren't allowed to watch it as kids. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah. I watched that crap. I was a day one with The Simpsons. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it. I never I that's part of the reason why I never really got fully into The Simpsons. Yeah. See, and it's one of those things where if if you didn't get into it, I think it's just it's the, the, the ship is sailed. I just, yeah. just I don't think you ever will be, especially if you got your hands on Family Guy. Yeah, I went down that rabbit hole for a long time. And then yep. I got to the point where I was just like, no, this is just really bad now. It, yeah, it didn't take me very long. <laughs> I think after the first two or three seasons, I was done. It's like, all right, this is not great. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> I will so, move on to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Thank you. Number one in the hood, G. So I think that is part of the reason. So if I wasn't watching sports, my TV was on Fox. So, well, yeah, okay. So I think that played a role. And I said, well, it's Fox. I mean, how bad can it be? <laughs> right? It can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and again, you know, it was better than 90210 because 90210 had the, you know, I know they weren't teenagers, but they were playing teenagers. So the teenage angst and all that other type mm-hmm. of crap. That's and annoying. it just got old and blah, 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 yakety schmackety. And then I told you, like, when Dylan got taken away from Brenda. I was on my way out. And when Brenda and when Shannon Doherty left the show, I was always already on the decline. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we ain't got nothing to talk about anymore. <laughs> she loves Shannon Doherty. But anyway. I know that's another thing. That's just like trademark Darian. Like yeah. she just fits <laughs> your, your aesthetic. Yes, exactly. But see, she was she was the, anyway, that we're not talking about that, but <laughs> I really think that that is the reason when you asked me that question, because I had to think that, yeah, why did I watch this? Cause you know I'm, I'm a you know it was the I'm only thing on TV. Well, no, well, no, well, no, because <laughs> it, it used to follow up um, Beverly Hills 90210. I think mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights, and then it moved to Monday, which was clearly problematic when I you say, got Monday that night football. football. Yeah, exactly. That Were was they just clearly... wanting it to die? No, uh, no, 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 no. But this show was huge. Like you, this is how serious the show is. A, a fun fact about the show: Do you know that people actually bought? the water from the Melrose Place pool. Online. Is that kind of like the people that were buying that one Gamer Girls bath water? I do not know who that is, whose bath water <laughs> was being purchased. I don't know what the bleep that, who was doing that. But that's of the same sort of vein, right? Like people just wanted the the pool water that these people were in. Well, one is creepy and one is not. I don't know. I think they're both pretty creepy. Well, guess what? Well, one is one one set of people is that are they're actually buying what is classified as bathwater from another person. Mm-hmm. 
this is from an iconic television show mm. where some significant moments took place. Where bodies were in that pool. Yes, but mm-hmm. it's different. Uh-huh. You keep telling yourself. Oh, absolutely. Now, I didn't buy it because I'm not going to spend $300, $400 on, on Melrose Place pool water. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's someone right. made some money. They sure did. But 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 again, re- reiterating, I think that's the reason. And it was edgier than 90210. Okay. Much, well, much. I, from, from what I saw, yes, I would agree with that statement. Yes, exactly. Now, it's, 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 um, I'm not going to go through like all of the characters because that's just too much. There, there's, there was a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of turnover, but there was significant amount of turnover over the years. Only one person was there from start to finish. Uh, and that was Thomas Calabro who played Michael Mancini. Sure. And he was a doctor. Mm. Mm-hmm, that's right. The reason why this show is so insane is because, and I sent you some clips. Now, mm-hmm. the first season was not very good. It just wasn't good. Yeah. It was, it was boring. And it wasn't until the second season where Heather Locklear came in as Amanda Woodward. That's when stuff started to get crazy. Gotcha. Now, some things as a, as a younger man watching this show, you know, that I can't help but question is I sit there. It's in California, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Takes place in California. Makes sense. That's factually correct. You know, you know, of course I say to myself, where are all the black people? (laughs) So (laughs) in the, you know, much like I'm sure any black person (laughs) or ethnic minority who watched, you know, friends would say, well, where is the color? No, where, are, where is the where where is the where is where the ethnic minority? They were in, in a gentrified in, in, part of uh, California. Cl- clearly, right? Because now, to be fair, not well, not not to be fair, there was one black woman in the first season, and in the season that wasn't good, in the season that wasn't good, and and they gave her practically nothing. Ugh, and she was gone the next season. Lovely, right? So you're saying to yourself, okay. So when I put that aside and just take the show for what it is, like, okay, right? One other thing that was interesting in the show is they did have in a quote unquote openly gay character, you know, you know openly, right? Okay. I know. Where's, I have, where's the quote unquote? Yeah. Well, no. Like yeah, you either the, are or you aren't. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole deal, right? The, George Carlin, a <laughs> long time ago, had this bit where it's like, oh, you know, I, I, I don't understand. It's that. not Schrodinger's sexuality. What's going Exa- on here? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I was being facetious, say openly, right? Because it's like, dude, really. But that's what that's the that's going to be the type of terminology that's going to be used back in the nineties, right? Well, that, that's oh, what, that's true. That is very yeah, true. Yeah. So I'm trying. So that's the context that we're operating. They on. weren't and, woke back in the nineties. <laughs> right. They were. They were fast asleep. So, so that was actually something that was significant for that time period. Although the the I think the, if I remember, it's been so long. Like the relationship that he would have. The, this was this character. I mean, the person that played it was uh, Doug Savant, who's actually a really good actor. Oh, and, well, good for him. You know, he's married to one of the people that was on the show. You know, Laura Layton, who played Sydney Andrews. Sure. Anyway, we're getting there. Happy so, romance. Right. So those are just some interesting things that just to start to start us off. But again, it wasn't until season two that it actually got good. And that's where I actually started watching. Okay. I didn't know about it. It's really until season two. And so um, what brought you to this? Like what uh, what episode did you watch? And you suddenly were like, oh, I'm in. I, I don't even remember. I honestly don't remember. All I can tell you is like the reasons that I watched this show. Blackmail. Deception. 
Oh, yeah. Musical okay. chair relationships. Okay. Wedding dresses ruined. Conspiracy yeah. and murder attempts. Mm-hmm. Kidnappings. Stealing of babies. And faking <laughs> deaths. Okay. That, that is the type of stuff that took place in the show. Now, to that, when you look at the characters, you got people working at advertisement agencies. Uh-huh. You got just doctors. Yeah, and surgeons, and they're all living in this crappy apartment complex. Free, free, freelance writers. Yeah, all this other type of stuff. And you just say to yourself, "How are you mixed up in all of this?" Yeah, it's freelance photographers. How are you mixed up in these types of things? Well, the the answer is that they shouldn't be. They should not be. (laughs) And again, another huge. This shouldn't be happening to anyone. Right. And as and again, as you sit here and you watch and you spout out some of the jobs, and especially as some of these people get further along in their careers, mm-hmm. they should not be living in that apartment complex. You wouldn't think. No, they should not. They probably should have moved out. They should away have Away from the drama mamas. Away from all of the and dramas. And papas, to be fair. So, there, are, there are dudes that are also. Leaving. There are dudes that are also, yes. And then Grant, and then Jake, whatever the hell it is that he did. He sure. Was, yeah, he was like a just a mechanic, I think. I don't remember anything else that he did. More often it, than not, he was, was not. Gonna, he didn't have work. Is it what he did or who he did that is the important part to this story? Well, he. Well, I mean, Joe, <laughs> Amanda, Allison. So I mean, they all got around on the show. Well, yeah. So to I be mean, fair, on the upside, short walk of shame home. That is also true. You just walk around the corner. <laughs> yes, it is also true. That is very true. Or up the stairs. But for them. <laughs> or down the stairs. It was just a matter of convenience. Or next door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So that is the reason why I watched the show. It was full of just, you know, just insanity. Completely unrealistic days of our lives, but prime That time. is my favorite soap opera of all time. Okay. Days of our lives. Okay. Exactly. All right. Who actually, <laughs> uh, an actress from Days of Our Lives made her way onto Melrose Place and I lost my mind. Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that is, again, those are the main reasons I watched the show. Again, I remember it, it picked up steam in season two because, again, Heather Locklear came in as Amanda Woodward who mm-hmm. worked at D&D. Not that D&D. But D&D it was like... Was been, <laughs> not back then, Brittany. Not I back would then. have liked this show more. <laughs> all of us, all of the nerds, we were in our we were in our caves. And this is the key. Out. This was like satanic panic time period. So yeah, no. Yeah, this is the nineties. We were we were all we were all in hiding. Well, I guess so, the satanic panic was in the eighties. So this is like post right, yeah, that when everyone still hasn't really come out yet. Very true. Very true. Yeah, everyone's so, in their hiding holes. It's fine. So again, when she came on the scene, she took over the the actual Melrose Place building so she was basic she was the landlord she owned it so that's <laughs> when things got insane right she was dating Billy who was played by Andrew Shue Billy and Allison were supposed to be a thing and obviously that caused you know tension between Allison mm. and Amanda they all work at D&D so it's just it's just insanity you know love triangles love rhombuses you know you know the whole phrase you don't shit where you eat yes like that's that's all I can think of. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, like Pineapple Express. You know, don't dip your pen in the company ink. No. 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 We don't want to do that. That's right. That's, that's not right. good. Yeah. I mean, and again, the thing is, is that these storylines were just absurd. 
Uh, duh. It, uh, you know, <laughs> the it, bits you sent me I, the entire time I was watching it, I was just like, why? Why? Like, one, who thought of this? Two, who is watching this? Three, Everybody, Brittany. Everybody was watching this. All I could think about was being an actress on that show who was given that script and told, oh, by the way, this is what you're going to do next. And just looking at a script and being like, excuse me, what? This, Brittany, <laughs> now this show, now I'm not going to go through all of it, obviously for time's sake, but I'm just going to talk about some highlights. Now, my favorite, there are there was over, I think, 20, 23, 24 significant characters throughout the show. Now, my favorite character and the best character in this mm-hmm. entire show is Marsha Cross as Kimberly Shaw. Okay. Because she provided some of the most insane what the f moments in <laughs> in, in television to be to be quite frank. Now I sent you a couple of clips though, so I want yes. you to tell the fine people what it is that you watched, and I'll try to give a little bit of play by play as to a, back, a brief background as what um, as to what you watched. Oh, okay. So I just looked up who Kimberly Shaw is. Now I understand who I was looking at. Yes. Okay, so she's the baby stealer. Yes. Now, here's the deal with that. I, I, I might be, it's Joe. So the person that came to her, her okay, yes, because I'm sorry, Michael and, and, and Kimberly lived at the beach house. Good for Michael. He got out of there. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot he got out of Melrose Place. So, so Daphne Zuniga plays Joe and Joe comes to the house to get back her baby. So the, the background is Joe was to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And what would have been the grand? What were the grandparents of this child? Because the father is no longer in the picture. Because mm-hmm. the father uh, is that the one where Joe killed the father? Because the I father don't... tried. Yeah, I think Joe killed the father yes. on a boat. Mm-hmm. So the but the grandparents wanted custody of the baby. So Joe had to fake. Wanted to fake. There was this elaborate scheme to fake the death of the baby. Oh So my then that God. would get right. So that would get the grandparents off of the scent, so they couldn't ask for custody. Try to get custody. So, okay. Kim, so Kimberly, of course, you know, is in on this and Kimberly wants a baby. So you saw what she said in the clip. About yeah. Faking so, the death certificate. OK, so that makes it a little bit more interesting, because when I was watching it the whole time as a mother, by the way. Yes. Um, postpartum is real. Yes. It is. And the conversation where she was just like, oh, you lost your baby. Don't you remember? Yes. And my my immediate thought was, oh. So she's playing the card and she's playing the postpartum card where it's like, not even just like you had the baby and you have postpartum, but like you were pregnant and you lost the baby and now you're postpartum and you're still like imagining the fact that you have this child because your brain just doesn't understand and compute what happened. That's fucking sick. Yes. Kimberly <laughs> Shaw is something else. She is a sight to behold. Okay? She's also the one that like set up a boat to get set on fire or something. Oh, you know, she Kimberly tried to blow up the building, Melrose Place. Oh, okay. That's yes, that I think I sent makes you that so one much more sense. I think I sent you that clip too. You sent me so many clips <laughs> and I watched them all and I felt <laughs> myself lose brain cells. Like I felt Excuse- my brain melting out of my earballs. Now these so are some. Now, granted, these are granted. These storylines are insane, but they are so elaborate 
and so absurd. They, you cannot help but to be entertained by these things. Yeah, see, I don't know that I agree with that statement, but I understand why you felt that way. <laughs> because this is classic soap opera stuff. This uh-huh. so, soap opera, soap opera storylines are utterly insane. Were there twins people, somewhere? Where people, well, you know, where people die and then they come back, but they weren't really dead. They fake their death. They come back after two or three years. Like, this is vintage soap opera. Mm-hmm. But it's in prime time. So they have the potential to be a little bit raunchier, a little bit more risque, a little bit more outlandish. Okay. So, so yeah, hey, look, okay. I, 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 again, someone of your ilk, given your proclivities, should be able to appreciate the notion of just utter chaos. I mean, yes, I do appreciate chaos. Do not get me wrong. (laughs) My problem is that I don't like the chaos that I like. Yes. Is it's not dumb. (laughs) Wow. The judgment. (laughs) The judgment judgment here. Uh, You're right. No, no, that's that's mean. That's mean. It's okay. I deserve this. Um, I think like, I don't know. It's just something about. My kind of chaos is the one where you can kind of logically follow the train of thought and you you have created chaos because someone was stupid. Yeah. Well, well, cra- or yes, there cra- was someone left a hole open for you to exploit. This is like chaos for chaos's sake. And exactly. while that can be interesting, this is like, I don't know. It just didn't. I like shows that seem somewhat realistic. Like they have some realistic characters, some realistic situations. Nothing about what I witnessed on YouTube the other night was realistic. All right. Now, can I ask you two questions? Uh, Sure. Okay. Do you like the Joker? Yes. Does the Joker not in, does he, does, does he not sometimes engage in chaos for the sake of chaos? Is he just one character? Is he just yeah. one singular character amid a world where there is not chaos everywhere? Well, but he's like gravity, right? Because people get sucked in to, and engage in his chaos. I see what you're trying to get with. That's like, right. I see where you're trying to go here. That's right. But uh, no, okay. I don't That's follow. A- That's fine. Okay. That's I, fine. I'm not going to jump just primarily because I feel like with... With the Joker, again, he is a singular man in a space that is much bigger. Whereas this this is a ton of people who are just all in the same space being chaotic together, <laughs> which loses some of the effect of the chaos. It absolutely Part of what doesn't. makes the Joker so interesting is the fact that he is he is the chaos force. In this, it's just nothing but chaos. So it's not really interesting anymore. <laughs> well, they they got around. I mean, they would go to D and they would go to D and D. You know, oh, Jake, it sounds you, like they got around. Yes. Well, yeah. You know, Jake <laughs> went to D and D one time, and he was upset with Amanda, and then they and then they fight, and then they make up in her office and slide, you know, pencils and tablets and well, not tablets, but, but notepads off the desk, you know, and, and engage in passionate uh, pursuits. Huh? You know, so they they go to the you know they go to the beach house. When they did the to, Joker do any of that? They they, they go to Jake's <laughs> they go to Jake's bar that he ultimately bought. Um, <laughs> you know, J- J- Joe went out on a boat, even though there was a kidnapping, which is not ideal. You know, they they traveled with one another. Sure. So they brought the chaos people with them. <laughs> 
<laughs> it doesn't. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't it, work, Darian. Yes, it does work because it's a soap opera. That's okay. how it's supposed to I think happen. That's, I think that's what it comes down to is I'm just not somebody who enjoys soap operas. <laughs> Now, Whether you, they're prime time or not does not matter. <laughs> no, okay. Then let me ask you another question. All right, and you saw the clip where with Sydney and Jane fighting with oh, Sydney in the wedding dress. Yes, and then she like get- quote unquote cat fights in the pool, <laughs> and it's just the most awkward fight I have ever seen cinematically. That- that is one of the most iconic moments in the history of the show. Why? Because they both look like drowned fish. Okay. Now here's and that's the... impressive because fish can't drown. Now, here's the background here because this is <laughs> one of the most the long going storylines. So my, the, the one dude that's been there the entire time, character that's been there the entire time, Michael Mancini, Thomas yes. Calabro. Doctor. Yes, doctor. That, that's right. Yes. Michael and Jane used to be a couple. Okay. Jane and Sydney are sisters. Sydney has always had a thing from Michael. Okay. Sydney basically steals Jane away from Michael because Sid- Sydney did she dr- did she drug Michael? Well, yeah, she, she, sure. she drug, I think it's, Sounds- it's been so long. But, you know, <laughs> she got Michael to sleep with her. So, of course Jane finds out it's over. So it sounds to me like if you flip this script, it sounds to me very much like this is a man who is in a relationship with a woman who then allows himself to take advantage of that woman's sister for his own perverted reasons. And it has nothing to do with these two women. Well, Michael, again, (laughs) got around, okay? Because Michael has been with Jane, Sydney, and Kimberly. No, no, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 my bad. That's been so long. Yeah, he was uh, cheating with Jane with Kimberly. So it sounds to me like these people need to learn how to keep their stuff in their pants. Yeah, it's been so long. And see, there's so, and this is why it's so so difficult because there's such tangled webs because everybody Mm -hmm. has been with each other. So it's so easy to get things mixed up. But but yeah, so yeah, Michael had been had been cheating on Jane with Kimberly. Ultimately, anyway, it gets to a space where, oh yeah, Sydney blackmails Michael into marrying her. And that's why Sydney was over at Jane's apartment to Getting get the wedding dress. Get the wedding dress. Which was an ugly dress to be, Which was an, to be it was, totally honest. It was an ugly dress. Yes. I even I could I could say that, right? That it thing was, was monstrous. <laughs> yes. And again, it is one of the most iconic scenes when they fall into the pool. That is just classic stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> the pool that people bought like paid money to to get the water from. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Delicious. And th- so that is an iconic moment. Then there's another moment where you saw with the there did did you see a scene where Kimberly pulled off a wig? Yes, and she had a giant scar that looked like yes. a worm on her head. Yes. So this took place where my, so Michael and Kimberly were driving. They were they were both drunk. Michael crashes the car. Okay. And then Kimberly obviously, you know, she gets in an accident. Kimberly ends up in a coma and she's gone from the show for a while. Okay. Then she comes back and takes over. Sydney gets kicked out of the out of the beach house, and so it sounds know, like Melrose Place moved to the beach house. Well, no, but Michael this is lived an extension at the beach house. of the beach house. Yeah, well, or yes, extension of Melrose Place. <laughs> yeah, people would people would come over to the beach house. Yes, was it within walking distance of Melrose? It Place? was not. Why <laughs> was at the beach? It was not within walking distance. It was at the beach. <laughs> okay, so 
Short jaunt, but close. This is a sh- short jaunt, yes, because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to the beach house and then voila, next scene, they're at the beach house. So, yes, okay. very short jaunt. But, you know, so then she, you know, her and Michael, you know, you know, obviously, you know, engage in, in relations, right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the bathroom and then she just, at the end of the scene, she pulls off her wig, you know, for the scar. And then you see there, that was excuse my that was a holy shit moment okay that's what that was that was I, I, iconic in that show that's a top five moment in the show a lot of All top right. five moments have to do with kimberly okay <laughs> okay because we didn't know what had happened to her right and then yeah but she had that scar we're like holy crap and this is when she begins that that whole arc of getting revenge on michael gotcha yeah, Michael was not the was not a likable character. He was just not. He was. But he was Stevie. the one that stayed there the longest. Yep, he was lecherous. He was deceiving, conniving, backstabbing, two timing, whatever you want to call it. He was Deuce Jiggle. He was Deuce Bigelow before it's Deuce Bigelow. I think you had a nice little Freudian slip there. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> yes. Well, Deuce Bigelow was in fact a Jiggalo. Uh-huh. So, but, so I mean, yes, yes, yes. yes. So it, it, again. I, I would like to believe that maybe he didn't. I don't know why he's the only one that stayed the entire time. Maybe there just wasn't, weren't other opportunities for him. I don't I was know. Gonna say, he, maybe he, he never got bored with the show. I don't I know. I have a feeling, well, from the way it sounds, maybe he was not getting a lot of other gig options. He, he Maybe he wasn't. I have no idea. But Jane left the show and came back. Well, maybe she needed to take a breather from the crazy. Maybe, maybe. But she came back. I was like, because that's one of the things that I always wondered was like, does the crazy on the set somehow seep into the crazy of the person? Well, no. Well, my thought is that with with acting in general, right? I mean, it's the best, the the job. Well, I mean, that that could say a lot. Depends on how method you are. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I mean, if you're I mean, if you're not Robert England method, then you need to get the hell out of here. Okay, because Robert England takes his stuff seriously. That's true. But it's just as I'm sitting here and I'm trying to rehash and explain the storylines and the tangled webs that are associated with these with these characters, mm-hmm. you could just see why it's, the show is just insane. I'm saying you're realizing now how much time you wasted watching this insanity. Oh, I don't. Reg- no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. No rag rats. <laughs> no regrets. Because I- I'm going to tell you a couple other things that I'll, I'll, I'll give some final thoughts. Cool. David Charvet was in this, sh- made his way onto the show. I don't know who that is, Darian. That's okay. David Charvet was in Baywatch. Of course he was. <laughs> Lisa Rinna made her way on this show. Was the ha- was the Hoff in it? No, the Hoff was not in it. Okay, well then I'm not interested. Alyssa Milano was okay, on so this. Okay, so I love sh- her. I love her. Do not. She get was on this show. But yeah, I guess that's true. And then was also- this pre or post Charmed though? Well, was this, she just trying to get started, get some jobs here and there, or was this after Charmed when she had well, she the money came and she was doing the, it for fun? She came in at the tail end, I think the last two seasons, because she's Michael's Michael Mancini's sister. Mm, okay. And she, I think she was with Billy too. Uh, anyway. Of course. Who yeah, wasn't Billy, with Billy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Billy was with a lot of people. I mean, I mean Allison, like I said, Allison. The shorter list of who he wasn't with. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, musical chairs. Um... <laughs> And then uh, a huge shock, Jasmine Guy from a different world was in this show. I said, holy damn. So yeah, we so not only we, we got a 
we got a second black person. I, I was oh. I'd like, finally. I was just gonna say, is this another white or another white lady? <laughs> no, this is no Jasmine guy. This is this is from different different world, uh, you know, sitcom where you know it takes place at a at a um, HBCU, you know, college, all that type oh, of stuff. Nice. You know, different. You know, different. You've you've heard of different world. It's a spinoff to the Cosby Show. Oh no, I know the Cosby Show, but I have not yeah. heard of a different world. Mm-hmm. Yup. So I don't this was, watch a lot of TV. That's fine. Well, this, 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 this that was before your time as well. That is also true. I was watching Rag Rats right, at this exactly. point in time. Exactly. So forgive me. Yes. So it, it's it's so that I marked out for that. Like, oh my God, Jasmine Guy is on Melrose Place. What is happening here? Nice. How is this a thing? So and she was excellent. And she came in at the tail end. So you had some heavy hitters. That so came you had in to the be a part one the black woman at the start and the one black woman for the end. Right. Okay. Well, you book just end. bookend it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, well, hey, you know, you know, they do exist. Oh God. It's good. To, it's good to know that you know that <laughs> that in California <laughs> they exist vast... somewhere in California. It just takes a little while to find them. Now, now, I didn't see any black male representation in there. I was waiting <laughs> for that as a black male myself. I don't remember uh, there being any. I mean, yeah. it was a black male in nine hundred two one zero before. The, and I don't remember there being one in Melrose Place. That's uh, rough. Yeah, Black Lightning was in was in nine hundred two one zero. Oh, did not know that. That's yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right, Brittany. Cool. That's right. Before there was the Arrowverse. Before there was the MCU. Before there was the wheat. Well, let me let me be quiet. I was almost borderline blasphemous. I was there just going to say I knew where you were going with that, and don't you dare. Well, technically, it's true. Before don't you there was, dare. I'm just before there was the weed verse, uh, there was the spelling verse. Well, yeah, I guess, but Whedon did it better. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess just in final thoughts, I mean, it, the the show, I think its peak were, were, was really season two and season three. That's when it just was just utterly insane. And the characters that that made that show, you know, because they were, you know, uh, mired in their own chaos or mm -hmm. personality traits or what have you. It was Heather Locklear's Amanda mm -hmm. and this baby you know, stealing lady as Kimberly, and, and then and then Marsha Cross's Kimberly Shaw, and then also you know Laura Layton's Sydney. Okay, and, that's the that's the wedding dress girl, right? Okay. Uh, Jane's sister, and then to a lesser extent, you know Thomas Calabro because you know he was kind of like target isn't the right word, but he was the the object of a lot of revenge mm, okay because he's you know between kimberly jane and uh and sydney yes and there was a there was a plot to to kill him too so oh well that sounds fun <laughs> yeah that, that that was interesting as well yeah <laughs> so to you know final thoughts again it's it's really difficult again to 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 try to go over everything with the show like this with a fine tooth comb because it's just so long and yeah again when there are 30 episodes in some seasons my well, it god it sounds like there's like 14 different like plot points in a single episode and i really only talked about four or five real characters i yeah. didn't really i didn't talk about any of the i didn't even talk about peter burns you know who also came in at the hospital dr peter burns i absolutely how, know yes yeah and how michael and how michael tried to you know got him ousted as um you know, as as the as the chief of staff, because he tried to take it, he wanted to take the position. You know, so it's just and how he how uh, Peter Burns lost his license later on in the show. So oh. it's yeah, so it's it's insane. Again, I didn't even really talk about Billy, even though he kind of sucked anyway. Well, but 
Okay. He d- yeah, he did. I was going to make a joke and I'm not going to. Yeah, don't do that. Stay away from that. But yeah, he's just like, God, Billy was just so whiny, man. I couldn't stand yeah. his character. And, you know, thank goodness, you know, Doug Savant's Matt character, the fact that he was able to stay sane through all of the insanity in that show, you know, hats off to him. Because that show I'd, would drive any they, that, that that apartment complex would drive anybody insane. I'd, I think if I had moved into that place and I'd seen even one of those things, I would have been like, all right, time to leave. Yeah, Let's exactly. Move. Exactly. But again, it's is it the greatest show? No. When you think about soap operas in terms of what they're supposed to accomplish mm-hmm. in terms of sheer insanity and yeah. craziness, it, it, it checks all of the boxes. You got the eye candy. You got the drama, the suspense. You know, you've got the ridiculous plots and the, and yep. the, you know, you know, murder attempts and kidnapping and and and, and comas and all this stuff. Those are all uh, hallmarks of of soap operas. Yeah. And again, it had that edge because it was on during prime time, and again, it was on Fox. Yeah. There Which used to I be guess, watch parties for that show. I mean, that's fine to each their own. Yeah. Now, as someone, as a younger man. <laughs> watching the show as a, as a younger black man watching the show that you know when i was growing up like you know it's like hey man did you catch Melrose Place? <laughs> seriously were... you had other people that watched the show with you oh no that, no that wasn't happening that's what i'm trying oh, okay. to say <laughs> i was just gonna say dude i'm sorry but this is such a loner thing for you it like there's no is. way that you had other friends no. that were watching this no no, and definitely not, you know, double bagging it with 90210 either. That wasn't happening either. No, no, no. So that was just a quiet thing that you kept to yourself. Like, yeah, I could talk to you about any, you know, any other thing. And I'll just keep this one to myself. For well, I'm proud of you for, for letting that, that particular side of your nerd flag fly. Oh, I have no shame with that. I want, you know, again, and then, and then one of my favorite episodes was the crossover with Models, Inc., because Amanda's mother was the chairperson or the owner of the modeling agency in town, sure. the major modeling agency in town. That's right. This is another part of the spelling verse. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Love Models, Inc. Cool. Yeah. So do, do you think that that is, based on what you've seen for the show, is that truly off-brand for me? Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> for when I first met you, <laughs> absolutely absolutely that's right that's what i'm going um you have a very specific image you have crafted for yourself <laughs> okay thank you thank you but the more and more i get to know you dear the more and more i'm just like no this is totally his wheelhouse of ridiculous <laughs> entertainment that's right and you know i don't know that many other people well, specifically men, let alone black men that love Melrose Place. But hey. I'm just going to broaden it. I don't know anybody else in my life that loves Melrose Place. <laughs> hey, it is it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, someone's but that's got to watch it. Someone's got to love it. And it, obviously it lasted for a bunch of seasons. So there you have fellow Melrose Placeians out there in the world. And right. That's the whole deal. Right. Because. You know, as a as a black male, again, on the surface, you're going to sit there. You know, what, what do we all do? We shortcut and we and we we're going to stereotype. We're going to say, yeah, there's no way, you know, person X would watch this would watch this show, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they may look like. Right. It's 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 what we it's what we do by by yeah. default, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. For better. For worse, It's what we it's what we do. 
Oh, absolutely. It's just it's basic say, psychology. Like, basically, it's the same sort of issue like when and it's it also kind of comes out of a matter of like when and where what situations you meet people in. Exactly. So, like the fact that every, I mean, anybody who listens to this and obviously you especially know, I love video games. I love playing video games. I find them fascinating. I like learning about them. I like talking about them. I like looking at their history and their all sorts of things. Anytime I bring up the fact that I play a video game in any of the situations where I am teaching a student, they all look at me like I've grown a second head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, what, exactly. is that so hard to believe? Especially, you would think, especially now, given the, you know, all of the tread isn't the right word, but, you know, all of the uh, the steam behind, ah, steam, all of the steam behind, you know, cosplaying and, yes, and yes. You know, nerd, quote unquote gamer, the whole gamer girl in and, general. Yes, nerd it's, culture it's coming in general. to the forefront. Exactly. So to sit there and look at somebody when they tell you that, oh, I like X property or this show or that show or this, you know, games or what have you, and still look at them like well, you do. Yeah. Is it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way? But I guess again, some of it is based on experience. You know, like for me personally, there ain't a whole bunch of people that I know that, you know, in my personal life that, that, that like wrestling. Mm, yeah. You know, I, I like a handful, one, two, th- well, really about three. Okay. That's it. And, you know, I know people from all walks of life. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's two I'm guys sure and one woman. I'm sure there are more people. I'm sure there are more people that you know that are into it. They just haven't told you. Which I don't understand why, right? Because the whole deal, especially now with the way things are and, you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, so we can all, you know, let our nerd flags fly and That's what true. have you. The whole thing about this, this quote, this culture is, is that this is, this brings people together from all different walks of life, no matter what it is, because we can mark out about yeah. this one thing, whether it's a Melrose place. Like, do you understand if I found somebody out there that watched Melrose place, I would go insane. It's like <laughs> you see on Instagram, you see these posts and things where people like you, when you find out that so that, that this person likes blah, blah, blah. And then you, you know, you attack them because uh, like, oh! <laughs> right. Yep. That's what we well, do. You heard it here, folks. If you like Melrose place and or wrestling, hell, if you know, if you like both of them, Get in touch with Darian. He's going to be your new best friend. Yeah. And if you, (laughs) the deep, the deep cut is models Inc. Uh, Yeah. No, that's the deep cut. I mean, I was an America's next top model fanatic. Like I would give that. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. The first, uh, first five or six, seven seasons. Oh, so good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. See, you, you know, and this is the last thing I know we're, 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 we're about to wrap up, but you know, one of the interesting things about, you know how you could become a nerd when you are sick and you are laying on the couch or the team in the middle or, or, of the day no one's around <laughs> right and what do you watch you, <laughs> right or you know your remote batteries die and you don't feel like getting up and changing them so it's stuck on whatever channel and you just say ah what the hell let's see and and, <laughs> and it just sparks a fandom that is how i started watching America's Next Top Model. It's so good. Yeah. But after about four hours of a marathon, I'm yelling at the screen like, you don't want it. I don't see it in your face. <laughs> you're not smizing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, look at you. You're not even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the makeover episode every every season. It was just, all right, so which one of you bitches is going to cry? 
<laughs> right, because <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh, that used to happen on Scream Queens too. Oh, that was my a fave. God. That was so fun. Oh, good stuff. Good so stuff. Like, but that's reality. I mean, well, to it's close degree. to re- to a degree. There we go. Melrose Place? No. Like that, that doesn't happen. Not all of that in one small group of people. Like it is a microcosm. Yes. Chaos. Yes. Yes. Now the actions, yes. But the feelings associated with the actions, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can identify with that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my person. I don't know you. I have learned so much. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole purpose why I thought doing this or creating this whole segment would be actually kind of fun because it kind of, <laughs> it can do a lot of things. It can bust down some of those assumptions that we might have. That's true about about one another, right? Absolutely. Or, you know, obviously, you know, we know more about each other now, but it's like, really, you like that? <laughs> I wish so I had I known was, earlier. I I don't wish I had known earlier. I still think it's weird, but that's fine. <laughs> I love you more for the you you just hold multitudes within you. That's right, and that's I appreciate right. that. I'm an onion. <laughs> We're not going to make a Shrek joke. Oh, I hate Shrek. God, <laughs> that, that, that is the... Who, who Who actually likes Shrek? That's garbage. Okay, so when it first came out and I was a child, I loved it. That's but no as excuse. I got older, it was like, mm, what was it about this movie? It's just memes. It's just meme heaven. Yeah, what, yeah that's not... A, you, you were a child. That's not an excuse. Yeah, well... You know, sometimes children are dumb. Yeah, because they <laughs> like, like Shrek. Because <laughs> I like Shrek. Yeah. Oh goodness. God, you all had. I mean, I mean, you all. You had nothing. Thank God, I grew up in the eighties. You, you uh, had. You all had nothing. We had Hey Arnold. Yeah, we t- had t- all real monsters. We he, had. <laughs> we definitely had things. He had the head shaped of a flatbread. Have you ever watched Hey Arnold? I, no, I have no desire to watch. I have oh no desire God. to watch that. I was watching Melrose Place. So much heart. <laughs> so much heart. Realistic characters, even though they didn't look like it. They, they were realistic characters. The stories were so rich. That's my kind of TV. That's my entertainment. I'll give you Doug. It's exactly. Same sort of thing. Uh, Doug is acceptable. Doug was amazing. I'll give you Doug, that, but that's about it. But outside of that, you all—if you liked nothing. Doug, you would have liked. You would like. Hey, Arnold. I, I, I doubt that highly. Oh, I guarantee you, you would. But you know what? The ship has sailed. Just like the ship has sailed for that's Melrose fine. Place with you. That's fine. You're right. I'm absolutely not watching <laughs> that. <laughs> oh God, that's great. All right, Brittany. So, why do you want to give the people a tease as to what we're going to be doing next week? Sure. I just need to look up what it is. That seems legit. That's fair. Oh, oh, I remember. Okay, so this episode is coming out on the 17th. So the episode coming out on Christmas Eve. All right. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, there's well, Shut up and take my money. So in that episode, we're going to be looking at, uh, we're going to basically be describing the things that we we want for our Christmas or holiday, whatever, whatever you celebrate. That's right. Yeah, yeah it, I really just feel like I want to just write Hasbro a blank check and just, let's just fill it out at the end of the year and just take it all at once. Just yep. give me the stuff and then you could just have it at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 
We're going to see, we're going to see what kind of things that we would love if we had the money to do so. Well, we know it. it yeah. We know what number one is. I mean, for both of us, <laughs> it's yeah. Was it, well, oh, okay. Well, we'll yeah. save it. We'll save it. Exactly. But we both know. <laughs> All right. So Brittany, since you're so good at this, why don't you tell the fine people where they can find us? Well, Darian, if anyone wants to talk to us, they can reach us on Twitter at NerdPastichePod. They can find us on Instagram at NerdPastiche. You can also come hang out with us in our Twitch streams. We're doing Sunday, Wednesday, Fridays. Sunday Skyrim, Wednesdays, like whatever. Friday is going to either be Stardew or some sort of like friend kind of combo because we've got a couple of friends that are streaming now, but you can always check us out on twitch.tv slash nerdpastiche plays. Farming Fridays is totally fine. Do not, do not. It's going to be great. Uh, who, who, who plays a game of farming? I How do. is that fun? I do. There are whole groups of people that do. Next time, next time we we stream that, you need to go on. Or next time we're just whenever you're bored, go on to Twitch and just search Stardew Valley, and I guarantee you there will be plenty of people playing so that you can choose to watch if you want to do. What is wrong with you, Maniac? Such a positive game. So much fun. So so relaxing. Solid Friday chill stream. Schlepping around with a pickaxe. And mm-hmm. going into a and going into the mines where mm-hmm. you know you could probably get caved in and Lassie has to come get you out. I don't see how that's fun. Well, uh, we did get a dog, so see? that's cool. There you go. But he doesn't leave the farm. Okay, very good. He just hangs out. And he probably doesn't understand what you're saying anyway. No, but we All can right. pet him. That's why it's cool. a ten out of ten game. You can pet the dog. Oh God. Okay. I I, I took this off the rails. Please, where else can people find yeah. us? I'm so sorry. Oh, I said them all. Yeah, we you did. Can, yeah, you can find us wherever you want to, guys. Oh, all right. I apologize. <laughs> Tell your friends. I, follow, I, subscribe, I, like, review, all of the when, things. When Tell you started your listing, when you started listing Tell your off, enemies. Your, yeah, please. Yeah, it's Do all it all. Out. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, please. <laughs> Come hang out with us. Yes, we like please. people. Well, we don't oh. like people in general. We like nerds. We like people of our that that are that like us. Of our. And we can have a conversation. That's right. And we can mark out on, I'm sure there's something we can mark out on Oh, absolutely. Together. There's got to be some some common ground. If you are somewhere. listening to this, there is definitely something we can mark out for. That's right. All right. Get you use wrestling terms regularly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it. All right. Now I got to work <laughs> in you using the word gimmick all the time. No, but I have used heel. So there is that. There we go. Slowly but surely. <laughs> Seeds are, are sprouting. Oh, so you like farming. No, I do not. <laughs> so until next time, uh, should I fix you some sandwiches? Uh, sure, I'm actually kind of hungry. All right, okay. Bad Santa reference. No, no go there. That's all right. No. All right, Herman no. Merman. You know. No, no. Sorry about it. Bye. That's, bye. <laughs>